Hi, I'm Jim Raffle. Welcome to this episode of the Dye Subcast, your source for interviews and information related to dye sublimation printing and color technology. I'm here with my co-host, Shelby. Thanks, Jim. I'm Shelby Sapusek, and we thank you for listening today. Before we get to today's episode, we want to let you know about our iPhone app, Spec Check, that was recently released at the new low price of $9.99. Color verification just became a lot more affordable. The app works with the NYX measurement device, and you can find out more about the app and NYX on our site at colorcasters.com slash speccheck. That's colorcasters.com slash S-P-E-C-K-C-H-E-C-K. Well, thank you, Shelby. For today's episode, we are sharing a recording we did for whatthethink.com in our Print Geeks interview series. We talked with Mirna Gutierrez of Maine Studio about what goes into textile design products. Mirna was featured as a young designer in last December's Digital Textile Conference in Durham, North Carolina, which is where we first met her. Let's take a listen. Today, we're going to be talking with Mirna Gutierrez of uh, Maine Studios Mm -hmm. about designing, um, customization of designs, and just in general, uh, digital textile printing. So I met Myrna uh, at the Digital Textile Conference in Raleigh um, in December of 2021. Uh, she was, let me see if I get this right. You were a spotlight for a young designer. You had a mm-hmm. presentation. And I actually was a moderator of a panel that you were on uh, called Designing for the Future. And then we talked a little bit. Uh, we had a sponsorship table. and We talked a little bit during the reception as well. So it's nice to see you again, Myrna. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm doing well. Um, not much doing, I'm not doing a lot of printing at the moment, um, just because of my life, what's happening. Um, but um, I'm, I'm definitely a geek of printing. <laughs> I love printing design, especially digital printing, because it allows me to not only print on fabrics, but any type of substrate. So I've printed on doors, on tables, um, I've created flooring. So it just gives me a, a huge range of possibilities for printing. And so I'm very excited to be here and, and have a discussion on um, my business. I actually wanted to ask you when we met in December, and I forgot to, tell us about how you came up with the name for your studio. It's it's main studio, but it's, it's main studio. Um, it's, parent and E-N. Yeah, it's what it is, is it's the name of the people that I love. So um, oh. according, so it's Myrna, um, Ariana is my daughter, Eli is my son, and um, the N is Renosa. Uh, she's a sister that I lost a few years ago. So sorry to hear that. That's how I came up with, with the name name. I love it. Thank you. So I, I was looking at your website and and I heard you mention this particular product. You mentioned the flooring. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it looked like it was an Armstrong product. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. Is it wood flooring or was it like a vinyl plank? Okay, so I printed on wood, but um, what they were going to do is put it on vinyl. Um, They have a process that makes it look like wood. Um, So, but I I love the the texture or the printing on actual wood. It's really beautiful. And so what they were going to do was just take that image and just add it on to some of the fabrication that they use um, for flooring. So, but I love, I don't know if you saw that. Um, I just love 
wood and, ha and how the wood looks um, when you digitally print it. it. It just comes out really beautiful. Yeah, like I said, I, I was looking over your your entire website and that that particular design, and maybe it's because we just we just put new flooring in in our house about uh, a little less than about a year ago, um, and, and it was a, a wood vinyl plank, and so I mm -hmm. I, 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 I I guess I'm kind of tuned into flooring right now more mm -hmm. than anything. But some of your fabric stuff is absolutely you know beautiful as well, and and so mm -hmm. it, it looks like some of that was your own work, but some of it's maybe also for clients. Did I, did I interpret that correctly? So what's on my website's primary, besides the Armstrong um, project is primarily my own products. Um, I haven't added client products to my professional website because it hasn't, we're still in the process and I didn't want, I didn't want to they're rebranding and I didn't want something to be leaked out without their permission. And so um, I do have some work that is client-based, but like I said, I haven't put it on my website due to the fact that they're rebranding and um, I didn't want to uh, put something out there and they get upset because, you know, this is something that they're uh, rebranding for the fall. So, okay. but once, um, that goes through, then I'll go ahead and add that. And and actually, I presented some of that. Um, it was a handbag and a streetwear line that I've done some work for. Okay. And so during the conference, I did present some of that work. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't put it up because it's uh, more public um, when it comes to my website. So. Okay. But thank so, you. <laughs> so your own work, did you, so when you say your own, is it was it for personal use or do you, do you sell and customize some of the, the work that you produce? So it depends. Um, I, a lot of it is just how uh, I personally feel like the kitchen, um, the, um, the linen, the kitchen linen that I created that was right before, the, right after the pandemic. And it, it kind of represented how we weren't being a collective. And, you know, when it comes to food, that's when we're all kind of together and we join together, we're a community. And so um, I added some imagery of people that I kind of collected, illustrations of people I've collected through the years onto kitchen linen, because I thought this represents our collective. This represents our community and, our, and how we socialize because we always break bad bread. And so um, that was more of a personal type of project. Um, I did submit that to a company. Um, unfortunately, they felt that, that those aesthetics weren't a match for their aesthetics. Um, I don't understand that, but that's part of what I do. And so um, I need to accept that. So. So did you actually produce, though, like a short run of that? Um, um, I did just for my own as, a, as I did like a small collection of that. So I did. I went through um, the company Contrado, um, okay. their online company that they do um, digital printing. And I did print some out. And mostly what I do is I print out samples and then I just keep those samples. And if anyone asks about a design, I'm able to show them 
um, specific examples of what fabric that goes on or what I think it should go on. And so, um, and give them a better explanation on why I decide to put that particular print on um, a product. So. so having access to a digital textile printer like that is very beneficial to a designer like yourself. It is. Um, not all designers honestly understand the printing, uh, digital printing um, process. But for me, because I have a master's degree in digital printing as well as design, um, it gives me an advantage because if I want to do um, something on natural fabric, then it's going to be more subdued because of the process. But if I want to, if I want something, if I create a design and it's um, vibrant, has beautiful coloration, then I would probably choose sub, um, sublimation over natural and use more of a polyester blend because that's, and it's going to keep the color. So it's going to be more color fast. And so it gives me the advantage of understanding um, when I'm creating a product, what substrate I'm gonna um, apply it to. So I feel like that also helps my clients um, like the streetwear brand, I'm like use um, sublimation because that's, they wanted bright colors with the um, handbag brand. Um, it was more subdued because it's on going on um, uh, leather, so vegan leather. So that's going to be a little more subdued because it's actually, well, you guys know the printing process is actually um, on top of the fabric where sublimation actually adheres to um, the fibers. So it just gives me an advantage, I think, because then that way I can help my clients understand um, what process that they should be engaging in. And also for my own products, um, I did two different t-shirts. One I did because I'm uh, for adults and it was more like vintage. So it was direct to garment. And then one I did for children, I did sublimation because that's gonna get wear and tear and it's gonna keep its color. And, and it's brighter and more fun. So where in the process do you decide if you're gonna do dye sublimation or, or not? Um, it depends on the actual print. So, like I said, with the um, kitchen linen, um, I want it to be more subtle because that's, you know, the linen, I want it to be cotton. Um, so it, it really depends on the design itself because it were, it were silhouettes of people, then I just wanted it to be a more subtle. But if I was gonna do something like more floral, then I probably would do sublimation because I wanted I would want the florals or um, the print to be, it depends on how the brightness of the print itself. So it happens somewhere during the design process. As, yes. As, okay. Okay. Yep. So you've been featured or your company's been featured in a bunch of fashion magazines, according to your website, Cosmo, GQ, L, Tatler, Bazaar, Vanity Fair, British mm -hmm. Code. What, what kind of projects got featured in these magazines? Honestly, it was, it was amazing. So initially, right after graduate school, a few years ago, I started doing, um, I bought a book on collages. We went to Miami for a family vacation. We went to this amazing museum and I found this collage book and I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. 
how they were able to express themselves. And so I started doing collages, but I used um, imagery from more obscure fashion magazines versus your typical Vogue. And so somebody's, I, I posted on social media. Um, that's actually one of the great things on social media, how um, vast, um, your company can be, it's a more of a global look and not just um, uh, regional. And so somebody from British Vogue contacted me and said, you know, we are selecting um, some studios to feature. And so um, initially I was like, this isn't right, this isn't real. <laughs> and then I looked them up and from there um, it was just, it just, it was Vanity Fair, Elle magazine, um, GQ. So it was just, it just happened. It was like my first semester out of graduate school. And so it was kind of a crazy, but it's, it's nice to be validated. Um, and so um, it was, it's a wonderful experience that I was able, you know, to be selected for this. It was also during a time of transition. Um, during British Vogue, they had transitioned to the newest editor. It was great that I was in that first edition. So, social media. Yeah, that's right. That's amazing. <laughs> I think we talked about the conference too, the power of social media. Yes. So show and now me that I said TikTok, I mean, TikTok, and everybody was like, I know, oh, but honestly, you have to. <laughs> it's a must. So, I'm Shelby, gonna... unless you have some more questions, I, I think maybe we can we can start to wrap this up with our, our favorite question we ask everybody on this. Uh... Go ahead. <laughs> What's the uh, geekiest thing related to printing that you've <laughs> either been part of or, you know, maybe just something you've seen or you read about something that, you know, caught your eye? Um, the geekiest thing, the geekiest thing for me was that during graduate school, I would go to Home Depot every week because I was looking for substrates to print on. Like I was obsessed. Like I go on walks. And I'm like, can I, can I print on that? Um, my poor kids. Like, I'm like, I was like, is that printable? Like I would take all these samples to the lab to try to print on them because I'm like, there has to be a way to print on this. And um, that's probably the geekiest thing <laughs> that I've done personally. Um, but yeah, I'm like, honestly, digital printing, there's just an enormous amount of ways. It's like limitless. And it's just gonna continue to grow, not just for fabrics, but also for other um, substrates. And so it's just, it's going to be, you know, amazing. And I, when I left, um, when I graduated, the next class that came in um, after me, I saw a posting where they posted that they printed on like a lunch meet, which is interesting, but I'm like, but think about it. Think about ways of culinary a culinary view of how to print on something. So 
I, I feel like digital printing is just limitless. And so. It's very cool, very cool. So we always like to ask people where they can find you online if they want to. Would you, would you like so to? they can find me on social media. Um, also my professional website, which is mainstudio.com. Um, and email is mainstudio.work at gmail.com. All right. Again, main is spelled M-A-E-N. Correct. For our audience. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's nice to see you again. Nice to see you. And hopefully we'll be able to do some more collaborations. <laughs> thank you. Have thank a great you. day. You Bye. too. Bye. It's been really fun getting to know Mirna and I think I'm going to be taking a trip to Home Depot soon. You're going to have to give me a budget, Jim. We thank oh. you for listening to today's episode of the Dice Subcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our podcast, or if you have any questions about spec check, you can email me at shelby at colorcasters.com or Jim at Jim at colorcasters.com. You can also find our company Colorcasters on various social media channels. On Twitter, we are Colorcasters. And on Facebook and Instagram, we are Colorcasters LLC. Besides the Dye Subcast, we share information and experiences from our work as color management consultants in those places. We hope you will connect with us and join in on the conversation. Plus, you can see how Shelby dresses up our logo for each holiday. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Dye Subcast. Remember, we publish a new one each Friday, so we'll see you next week.